0: Okay, okay. What is up, everybody? Zonte Talks Facts right here. There's bits of facts like always, of course. Hope you guys are enjoying your late Monday afternoon, or you could say early Monday evening. I'm doing pretty good despite what happened to my Dallas Cowboys yesterday. What a shit show is all I have to say. I know we're in the playoffs. I know that we're in the playoffs. That's the obvious thing. That was the obvious thing going into this game. I know. I understand. I totally understand. But that's not the way I wanted to end the regular season. As my Dallas Cowboys lost yesterday to the Washington Commanders, 26-6. It was a shit show. It was an absolute shit show. They didn't show any heart yesterday. No determination. Nothing. No passion. Zero. And the starters played 90% of the game. I think it was like six minutes left. McCarthy finally pulled out. That- majority of the starters out especially Prescott putting in Cooper Rush and Malik Davis at are running back you know these guys showed no hard yesterday none that's not a good way to go into the playoffs it's not not a good way to go into the playoffs I mean you could say this right here about the Cowboys it with the playoffs right here they kind of benefit in a way they get an extra day because they don't play till next Monday as next Monday they do play the Tampa Buccaneers in the wild card round. Something I didn't want. I didn't want to face Brady, despite the Bucks being eight and nine, it doesn't mean anything. You're facing Tom Brady at the end of the day. Forget about the Bucs record. Don't look at the Bucks record. You have to look at Tom Brady. The greatest quarterback of all time. And believe me, I want to knock off Tom Brady so badly in this game. Absolutely. Absolutely literally. Brady has owned the Cowboys for years. The Cowboys have never beaten him. Ever since Brady's been in the league, he has dominated the Cowboys. Every time. There have been some close games, but in the end, he's always beaten us. Especially this year in the first game of the season, I think it was nineteen to three. It was. It all it just all comes down to next Monday. You know, I want to have I want to have optimism. I want to be confident and say my Cowboys do have a shot. Because legitimately, do they have a shot? Yes. Anything can happen. Every team in the playoffs has a shot. Every team does. You could say the biggest underdog in the NFC is probably Seattle. Because they face the 49ers. The 49ers are arguably the best team in the NFC. Arguably. People say Philly. I think it's San Francisco. So I think Seattle is the biggest underdog out of all teams in the NFC. And the AFC, who would be the biggest underdog? That's kind of like a tie between Jacksonville and Miami, I would say, honestly. Even though they're both uh, they're both 9 and 8. Jacksonville does have a home playoff game with the face of the Chargers. That ain't easy. No games are reason the playoffs. So I'll, I guess, I guess the Dolphins would be the biggest underdog in the AFC. You know, I don't know if Tua is going to play for them. We'll get to the wild card predictions on Saturday. Saturday morning I will do my wild card predictions. That's when it begins. So that morning, I'll make my predictions. So we'll just focus on the Cowboys right here. I mean, I want to break down This game first, and then break down the season. Because honestly, I didn't have them going twelve and five. I thought they were going to go six and eleven, or fucking five and twelve. I'm being completely real. I didn't see this team going very far. I didn't. So they exceeded expectations, in my honest opinion. Because on paper, on paper, you could say playoff team. I didn't see it. I didn't see, especially after Prescott went down in week one. I didn't see them going anywhere. I thought, oh, they're not, they're not going to do shit. It's gonna be a waste of a season. They're not gonna do anything. They went on a nice winning streak. It was a four-game winning streak they went on. They were six and two. After that bad loss to Green Bay, they went on a nice winning streak. Had that bad loss in OT to Jacksonville. You know there are a couple bad losses this year that cost the Cowboys from winning the division. Those games against Green Bay and against Jacksonville, they went to OT and they lost. If the Cowboys win those two games, you know they win the division. They would have had the tiebreaker over Philly. And they would have the number one seed. Because legitimately the Dallas Cowboys had a shot at the number one seed. They really did. They and they legitimately had a shot. You know, they did it themselves, though. They couldn't keep up with Philly. That's their one thing. They should have been able to, but they couldn't. So, you know, what are you going to do? You know, people keep talking about it, that the Cowboys will face Philly in the divisional round. I mean, of course I want to see that, of course. You know, because we're one and one against Philly this year, but here's the thing, in both those games against Philly, it was backup versus starter, you know, it was Cooper Rush versus Jalen Hurts in the first game, it was Prescott was hurt, and second game, you know, Jalen Hurts was hurt, so it was Gardner Minshew versus Dak Prescott, and of course, the starter won both games, even though both games were fairly close, especially the second one, especially the second one, that was a good game, though. Um... So, I mean, I want to believe the Cowboys can get to the divisional round first because it's, you know, step by step. You can't look at the Super Bowl right now. You can't look and say, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Obviously, your expectations are to go to the Super Bowl. As I've always said, if your expectations aren't to go to the championship, you've set yourself short. No matter what sport you're in, you've just set yourself short. You set the fan base short, your team short. That's it. That's what you did to yourself. You played yourself. You can't have those kind of expectations. You can't be like oh, we're not going to go anywhere, oh, my God, this team, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. You can't be that way. And I'm trying not to be that way for next Monday. I want to have hope in my Dallas Cowboys that they can actually get the job done. I just don't know if they can. I don't know if they can do it. I want to believe, yes, they can do it. I I don't know. I I seriously don't know. I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue, honestly. I wish that I did. I wish I had an answer. I wish I could be here and positive, you know, and say, hey, you know, we can do this. I just don't know if we can. I honestly don't think the Cowboys can do it. I hate to be that way. I hate to even say it. I I really do. I want to be as optimistic as I can, but... I don't know. I really don't know. But getting to this game right here, though... This was just a shit show against uh, Washington yesterday. I mean, I watched this whole game from start to finish. I, you know... I had to. You know, I gotta watch my team. Despite all the bullshit and everything. You gotta watch your team. You gotta watch your team. Was yesterday hard to watch? Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes, it was hard to watch. You know, I wanted to hope that my team could have gotten the job done. I was hoping for it. They couldn't do it. it would have been nice to end the season with a nice win. The Cowboys couldn't do that yesterday. I was hoping for it, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Just a real shit show of a game. You know, it all started in the first quarter. After the first drive, the Cowboys went, what was it three and out to start off the game? And then Brian Anger fumbled the punt. And that and that gave Washington a really good field advantage. They start at the twenty uh, something, I believe. Let me see, I'll actually pull it up. I'll actually pull it up right here. Go to the plays. For the first quarter. And they no, they didn't go three and out. My fault. My fault. They didn't go three and out. They actually had a first they got a first down on third and five. Move the ball a little bit. They did want to punting it on fourth and two. At our own 33, and then Anger fumbled it, got tackled. Washington starts our starts at our own 20. Two plays later, Sam Howell in his first career NFL starts, first career NFL pass, throws to Scary Terry McLaurin for the touchdown. Washington leads seven nothing. And the Cowboys, after that, didn't get a first down until the second quarter. Until late in the second quarter, they didn't have a first down. So late in the second quarter. That is just unreal. It really is. It seriously, seriously is. Just like I said, it was a miserable game all around. It was a miserable game all around. You got to give this kid Sam Howell a lot of credit. You know, he had some confidence yesterday in his first career NFL start. You know, Washington's whole QB situation. We don't know what's going to happen with them next season. Are they going to stick with Carson Wentz? Are they going to stick with Taylor Heineke? Are they going to give this kid Sam Howell, a, you know, an opportunity next season? Are they going to draft somebody? Are they going to trade for somebody? Sign somebody? I don't know. I mean, out of all teams, the NFC East, Washington's the only team that has a quarterback problem because the Giants, I think, are going to re-sign Daniel Jones, and they absolutely should, honestly. And I'm not, I'm not saying that because the Cowboys. I've always beaten the Giants. You know, Daniel Jones has only beaten us once. I'm not saying that at all. Daniel Jones is a very serviceable quarterback. You know, he's one of the big reasons why the Giants did make it to the playoffs. You know, he had a good season. So, I mean, I think he could be their guy going forward, honestly. I've been questioning if he could be that guy going forward, but he's a very solid QB. And I'm going to talk about the Giants a lot on Saturday morning because you got to give them credit. You can hate them as much as to want. I don't hate the Giants. I don't like them. I hate the Eagles. I have every team in my division. I hate the Eagles. The Giants, I don't like them, obviously, but I don't hate them. I don't hate Washington. They really don't mean anything to me. They're all laughing stock, you know, even though they did beat us yesterday. But legitimately, they're still a laughing stock at the end of the day. They're the one team that didn't make it to the playoffs in this division when they very much could have. When they very much could have, honestly. Um. Yeah, you know Philly's got their guy in jail and hurts you know I talked about back in 2020 how I thought he would be their franchise quarterback How I really liked him you know and look at him now look at him now I don't think he's going to win MVP because there were you know talks about him winning MVP I think it's gonna be Mahomes and it should honestly but Jalen Hurts did put up some really good numbers this year you know I believe in him honestly and, of course, you know we got my guy, Dak Prescott, on the Dallas Cowboys. Got him locked up for the next couple years. He's still our franchise guy. You know, so three out of the four teams in this division have a quarterback locked. Well, you can't say locked up yet for Daniel Jones the Giants. He is a free agent because they didn't pick up his fifth, 50-year option. So we'll see what happens there. So half of the quarterbacks are locked up, Prescott and Hurts. Um, but can not Sam Howell be that guy for Washington in the future? He very much could. Very much good, you know. He looked confident against a playoff team yesterday, in my Dallas Cowboys. And you got to give the kid credit, honestly. You Can't hate on the kid, you know. His, you know, you look at his stat line, you could say it's whatever. But hey, anyway, you know, for a rookie in his first career starting, he gets a win. Yeah, you got to give the guy some credit, honestly. I mean, Washington, they've went through hell and back, honestly. It's just that franchise went through hell and back. They have had a playoff win so many. They don't have a playoff win so many years. It's been a long time since they had a playoff win. Last time they won the division was 2015, I believe. Did they win the division that year? Yeah, 2015 they won the division. Like I said, they haven't had a playoff win in so many years. Dan Snyder, that's all I could say. You know, being called the Washington football team for two seasons and then finally having a name. So they were a no-name team for two years. I mean, you got to kind of feel bad for that fan base, honestly, because that fan base, from what I've seen, has been pretty humble other than saying, we want Dallas. Hey, well, listen. I guess this time they were right for saying we want Dallas. I mean, I'll give them a little bit of credit on that one. But, I mean, they've just went through a whole lot. You know, FedEx Field, I heard, is fucking terrible. A couple of my friends have been there. And, actually, no, one, yeah, one of my friends has actually been there. And he said it's fucking horrible. I think he was there when the fucking shit was falling out from the, the pipes or whatever it was that happened there. And that's just, that stadium is falling apart. Like, holy cow. It really is. It doesn't look that bad from the outside, but I guess inside's really that bad. As bad as they say, I guess. You know, I mean, they've been talking about getting a new stadium, and they should, honestly. They really should. I mean, they should move to fucking D.C. Get out of fucking Maryland. Be... Actually, be Washington. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, for their sake, though, hopefully Dan Snyder sells the team. Somebody good comes in and actually... Fixes that franchise because I want to see the whole NFC East be competitive. I don't want it to be easy. you want competition there. You know? Listen, Washington gave it to us yesterday. They gave us competition. That's what it is. But the next session for the Cowboys, they went three and out. I was starting to get frustrated. I was starting to get very frustrated, you know, and Washington had the ball all the way down our field. Cause here's what happened on fourth and four for Washington, because they actually went three and out. They want to punt in the ball. And Cavante Turpin fumbled the ball, Washington recovers it. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Our punters fumbling it, and our punt returner is fumbling the ball. What the hell is going on? You know, Washington got to our 13-yard line, fourth and eight. Joey Sly missed the 31-yard field goal. So I was like, okay. So it's still 7-0. I was getting a little bit hyped up. Like, all right, let's go now. Let's fucking go. Three and out next possession. And then Washington drags this possession along to the second quarter. Second and goal at our five-yard line. Sam Howell through interception of Malik Hooker has been an underrated defensive piece this year. He gets the pick. Gets a touchback. I'm like, can that give us some momentum right now? Because that was such a miserable first quarter. Turn it on now. Because the thing is... The thing is, the Cowboys still could have won the NFC East yesterday. I mean, obviously, they, at the end of the day, they wouldn't have been able to because, of course, Philly did beat the Giants 22-16. But still, when you're looking at it legitimately, the Cowboys had no heart at all. It's like they didn't even care. Well, if the Giants were beating Philly, would you have had fucking determination then? I mean, come on. And oh my God, don't even get me started in this possession, but we're going to talk about it. it. was second and six. At our 24, Prescott threw an incomplete pass to Gout that was almost picked off by Kendall Fuller. But what happens the next play? Intercepted by Kendall, for, by Kendall Fuller. Kendall Fuller intercepts this one. Pick six, 13-0 Washington. Because it's sly I I'm missing the extra point. But oh my God. So Prescott almost throws a pick six on second and six. But then on third and six, same spot. Handel Fowler intercepts it. Pick six. Different receiver they was covering. And Noel Brown. And that's Prescott's 15th interception. He's got 15 interceptions. 15. Are you fucking kidding me? So let me actually go back to week one. Did Prescott even throw a pick against Tampa? Let me see. I gotta go all the way back to week one. Did Prescott throw a pick that week at all? Let me see. Now I'm pulling it up pull up the stat line he did okay so he's thrown 14 interceptions since he's come back 14 interceptions come on I mean what the fuck and you look at the stats right here I'm gonna pull up the stats for all teams go to interceptions Prescott was tied with Davis Mills for the most interceptions this season 15 tied for 15 what the fuck man I mean, listen, I don't want to be one of these fans that say, I want to say, oh, half of Prescott's interceptions really aren't on him. It's kind of true. It's kind of true, honestly. Like, some of these picks really haven't been his fault. If we're going to be completely honest. But there's also some of them that have been his fault. And this one, kind of hard to say, but. I don't know. If you if he almost threw a pick on the second and six, then you to throw throwing that same fucking spot right there, and you get picked off for pick six. I mean, come on. It's embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing. It's what it is. It's really embarrassing. I really don't know. I seriously don't know. I mean, like, I'm questioning if Prescott is healthy right now. I don't know if he is. I think he seriously has been playing hurt since he's come back. I think they rushed him back. After they lost to Philly, I believe he got rushed back. You can just see it. And I know it was ankle that was bothering him a little bit. I, I don't know, I think he's completely banged up. You know, God bless him for trying, going out there. But I mean, he's been he's killed us a couple times. He really has. Because like I said, a few of the interceptions really haven't been his faults. If you're gonna be real, if you watch the plays, you know, if you have eyes, you can see. You could see that some of them weren't his fault. But a couple of them recently, though, those have been his faults. Like the one against Philly, that pick six right there against Philly. I mean, what the hell? I mean, Grant, after that, he was in lockdown mode after that. He made, like, little to no mistakes after that. But then Washington right here, the next possession after the pick six, or actually the Cowboys, I should say. Went three and out. You think they would have some urgency, like let's go? But no, three and out. And then Washington moved the ball down the field. Got to our thirty-four. Got to our thirty-four yard line. Joey Sly missed another field goal. I mean, he was key us in this game. When you want to think about it, he really was. But then we go three and out again. I think we went. Out, I think we went three and out like ten times yesterday. Like, wow, that, that's really good. Very, very good. Very impressive. But then Washington had the next possession. They didn't do anything, so they wind up punching the ball. We have 237 to go in the half. Let's break it down, right? This is the Cowboys' best drive of the game. Their only good drive of the game. C.D. Lamb, 5-yard catch. Then you got a 6-yard catch for first down. Two-minute warning. Schultz, 7-yard catch. Gallup, 10-yard catch for first down. Incomplete pass. Two incomplete passes to Dalton Schultz, but then three times a charm. Schultz gets a 12-yard gain on a catch for first down. T.Y. Hilton, first down on an 11-yard catch. Timeout, Dallas. Lamb, incomplete pass. Incomplete pass to Schultz. Timeout, Dallas. Prescott, 9-yard gain on a run. Timeout, Dallas. Prescott ran for two yards. I think Prescott, I think they spiked the ball. Yeah, they, they went on spiking on first and 10. And then second, 10 with 10 seconds left. C.D. Lamb, 15-yard touchdown. Maher did miss the extra point, but it's like, all right, well, there we go. We're on the board. It was a nice pass to CD, the best drive of the game. I thought maybe that gives the Cowboys a lot of momentum going into the second half. Or so you would think. Or so you would think. But no. Not at all. Not at all. You you would have thought it would have gave the Cowboys a lot of confidence. Because they looked really good on that drive. Prescott looked really good. I mean, some of the passes were kind of like, like kind of questionable, but it worked. It absolutely worked. Especially the pass to CD, I thought was a nice pass. It was nice, to see, it was nice to see CD get a touchdown. But these guys look. These guys look completely dead yesterday. It's like the game meant nothing to them. It just meant nothing. I mean, you legitimately have to look at it. They could have won. They could have had a shot at winning the NFCs and the number one seed. Obviously, those two things wouldn't have happened at the end of the day, but you can't think that way and say it's not going to happen. You know, at least if they would have had a sense of urgency yesterday, then things would be different. Things would be a whole lot different. I'd feel a lot more confident going into next Monday's game against Tampa. I would. I absolutely would. And like I said, the one positive to look at is the Cowboys get the extra day. So they play on play on Monday night, they get an extra day off, so that does kind of benefit them, like I'm trying to be, like I'm trying to be like optimistic in a way, like well the Rams, they played the Monday night game last year, and they won the Super Bowl, that is true, that is true, they beat the Cardinals on the Monday night, then they beat the Bucks and then they beat the 49ers, so I mean, that's how you kind of have to look at it honestly, if you want to be positive, you could say, oh well that happened, so who says we can't do it, I think Brady says we can't do it and it's the Cowboys so I mean I've been doing that like, the last couple hours I've been trying to like tell myself hey listen the Rams had to play the Monday night game last year look, look how they did you know but at the end of the day it's the Dallas Cowboys just how it is difference is the Rams had home advantage we don't even though we know well, there's going to be a lot of Cowboy fans in Tampa that's the obvious thing You know, we travel well but um, I, I don't know, guys. I really don't know. But getting to the second half right here, uh, watched I believe. Did they go three and out? They went three and out their first possession. It's like, okay, like, here we go right now. Like, some confidence. Like, let's go. And, yeah, no. Cowboys go three and out. They go three and out just like that. Like, got a holding penalty to start off. So that's always fucking great. And they do nothing next three plays. And then Washington goes 3-and-out. And, out. and then, lo and behold, the Cowboys go 3-and-out. And then Washington goes 3-and-out. And then we go 3-and-out. Washington's like, okay, we're going to stop playing around. They move the ball down the field the next possession. Got to our 9-yard line. Sam Howell runs in for a touchdown. It's his first career rushing touchdown. 20-6 to Washington. Urgency time? No, it's 3-and-out time. As the Cowboys go 3-and-out again. And then Sam Howell to Terry McCorn. A very nice pass. I will give him credit for a 52-yard gain. That was basically all she wrote. After that, I feel like okay, this game is over. Excuse me. He's in a couple plays later. Joey Slack comes out. He actually makes this field goal. 23-6. And then uh, the Cowboys actually started to move the ball a little bit down the field. Got to fourth and one at the Washington 45. Yeah, and Prescott doesn't run for first down. Tried to sneak, it didn't work. And then Washington went three and out. Then we go three and out. Washington kicks a field goal 26 6 Cowboys go three and out again. That's when Cooper Rush and Malik Davis came in. He all the stars would sit. Washington three and out again. And three plays. Malik Davis running the ball. Game over. Washington wins. 26 to 6. Looking at Dak Prescott's stat line 14 for 37. 128 yards, one touchdown, one pick. His QB rating was 45.8. So let's see, how many incompletions did he have? Was it 23? He had 23 incompletions yesterday. 23. What in the goddamn fuck? What the fuck? That <laughs> I, I literally have no words for it. I don't. And I'm looking at the Cowboys-Bucks game right here. The Cowboys are actually favored to win. They are the only... Actually, not the only road team. They are one of two road teams that are favored to win. The Chargers are favored by one point to beat the Jags. We're favored by three points over Tampa Bay. How the fuck is that possible? Oh, because Tampa's, uh, they're 8-9. They're eight, they're eight they finish 8-9. Does that really mean anything, though? Does it really mean anything? As long as Tom Brady's the quarterback, does that really mean anything? Let's be real. Does that actually mean anything? It, it, mean, it doesn't mean jack shit at the end of the day. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, come on. Let's be real. It means nothing. Nothing. Doesn't matter how Tom Brady played in the regular season. He obviously did not play good. That's being real. He did not play good at all. That's obvious. We all know that. But at the end of the day, it's Brady. So I legit have no confidence going to this game right now. But my opinion could definitely change. My opinion can definitely change. You know, come Saturday morning. It definitely could. It definitely could. Like I said, like I just mentioned a few minutes ago, like I've been trying to tell myself, hey, listen, the Rams went to Super Bowl last year. They played the Monday night game. They went on a nice run. They were able to beat Brady in the divisional round. We got them in the Wild Card round. So anything is possible that is true. But then you have to stop and think, this is the Cowboys. This is the Dallas Cowboys. They've been doing for so long right here. When it seems like they have a shot, everything turns to shit everything turns to shit for them. Nothing changes. I mean, yeah, it's nice we brought in these other pieces, bringing in Jason Peters, who's been great for us this year. He's going to be future Hall of Famer. Possibly could be his last season this year. He's been great. T.Y. Hilton, he stepped it up for us in his three games so far that he's been here. He's got to be a big role for us in the playoffs. We just signed that guy Xavier Rhodes, three-time Pro Bowling quarterback. He's on the practice squad, so hopefully he gets elevated from the practice squad and plays next Monday, which I think he will. But then there's a negative right there in Xavier Rhodes. He got cut by the Bills. So, I mean, that kind of like speaks volumes. He got cut from Super Bowl contender, and that's not that good. And Xavier Rhodes was a lockdown cornerback with Minnesota for a few years. He really was. He hasn't been the same. Can he somehow turn it on for us in the playoffs? I like to hope so. I would like to hope so. He just hasn't been the same since Minnesota, honestly. He really hasn't. He really hasn't been the same cornerback. So, can things change? Eh, Maybe. Maybe they could. They very much could. I mean, he only played in two games for Buffalo this year. I thought he actually played a little bit longer. So, when did he sign with them? So, he signed with the practice squad. So, he was on the practice squad for two months, actually. Because he got activated to the... He got activated to the roster on November 26th after Thanksgiving. So, okay, so yeah, he was on the practice squad for quite a while. For two months, actually, wow. Well, I mean, I just hope, I just seriously hope that he can help us out. I really do. I really, really do. I don't know, though. I I really don't know. I'm really trying. I'm, I'm seriously, seriously trying to have hope for this team. I really am trying. You know, I'm not trying to reverse jinx anything at all. I'm not doing that. I'm trying to be as confident as I can for my Dallas Cowboys. But after yesterday's performance, you could say, well, oh, the game means nothing. It's playoff time now. It's a whole different atmosphere. And I get it. I get it. But I've seen too much shit with this team too much shit, as far as I can go back, I've seen too much of it, because I really became a fan, I would say, in 2011, like, yeah, like, 2011's really when I became a Dallas Cowboy fan, so I've been a fan for 12 years, you know, obviously, I used to watch the games in the past, but I never really understood the game as much when I was, you know, younger, so, you know, I became a fan when I was 11 years old. So, of course, years before that, I never understood the game as much. I never really understood it. I never really cared about it as much. You know? But starting off watching it, you know, mostly when I was 11, like I just said, from seeing three straight 8-8 and seasons, losing to every divisional team three straight years, losing to the Giants, Losing to the then Redskins. And then the Eagles. Three straight years on Sunday Night Football for a chance to win the NFC East. And the Cowboys lost all three games. Can you imagine that though? You can't write that any better. You you seriously can't. You seriously cannot write that any better. You really can't you really really can. And then 2014 it seemed like hope. They went 12 and 4. Had a great season after starting off terribly against the 49ers. Finishing 12 and 4. Going undefeated on the road. Going 8 and 0 on the road. They were literally the road warriors. Went on the road in Green Bay for the divisional round. You know the rest was a catch by Des Bryant. It was. Everybody knows that. But we all know it was ruled not a catch. Rest history. They lost that game. 2015, I thought they could bounce back. They had the quarterback roulette that year after Romo went down. Brandon Whedon. Matt Castle. Kellen Moore. Awesome, right? Yeah, finished 4-12. Next season, after Dak Prescott came in, after Romo went down the preseason, Prescott who was a rookie at that time, was named the starting quarterback, I thought, we're going to be worse than we were. He winds up winning rookie of the year. We go 13-3, and we get the first seed. And Zeke had a hell of a year, too, in his rookie season. You start to think, holy shit, they could probably build the next dynasty. Maybe they can. Maybe they can do it. Aaron Rodgers in the divisional round played a Jared Cook. And the Mason Crosby field goal, the rest is history. 2017, I thought they could ride off of the season. The season before, success. They finished 9-7. Zeke, the whole thing, getting suspended. And it was just a fucking nightmare. Straight up nightmare is what it was. Straight up nightmare. Finished 9-7, missed the playoffs. Next season, they were 3-5 and five midway through the season. I thought... Here we go again. But before they got Amari Cooper and you know in his first game they did lose. But the rest of the way the Cowboys had success. They went seven and one to end the season. They went to the playoffs. They beat Seattle in the playoffs. They wound up losing to LA in the divisional round. And here I go again, thinking maybe they could ride their success going to twenty nineteen. Start off three and Great start. Mediocre the rest of the way finished 8-8, missed the playoffs. 2020, can they do something right here? Mike McCarthy, new head coach. You know, it's new blood. Let's see what we can do. In a winnable division. Winner, very winnable division that year. Prescott gets hurt in the fifth game. Quarterback roulette once again. Andy Dalton, Ben DiNucci, Garrett Gilbert, Andy Dalton again. They somehow finished 6-10. and but they missed the playoffs last season. Prescott, you know, coming back from injury, had a solid season. They finished twelve and five. Finished twelve and five. After losing the first game to Tampa, where they win, was a six straight in a row? Went a nice six-game winning streak. Kind of struggled a little bit in December, but they pulled through. Like like, well, not December. Um, late November, I meant to say. Late November, they struggled all November. They went one and three. So November, they struggled. Bounced back in December made the playoffs went 12 and 5 got beat by the 49ers in the wild card round they looked absolutely miserable in that game against the fucking 49ers yeah looked absolutely fucking miserable very nice very, very nice. Yeah. And now this year, lost the first game to Tampa again. Prescott gets hurt in the first game. Cooper Rush takes over. They win four straight. He loses in his last game to Philly. Prescott comes back. Cowboys finish 12-5. and I mean, granted, the Cowboys did average like 35 points a game, or they have averaged 35 points a game because Prescott came back. Obviously, they didn't get 30-plus points in the last two games. But, you look past the interceptions, Prescott was good. You want to think about it, he was. But now, here we are again. Going into the wild card round against Tampa. We're on the road. The Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys, have not won a road playoff game in so many years. I believe since the 90s. It was the last time... The Dallas Cowboys have won, have won a road playoff game. They haven't been able to get it done the road in the playoffs. They've not been able to get it done. Can it finally change next Monday? Realistically, it could, but I don't think it will. I just don't think it will happen. I don't like to be a negative person when it comes to my teams. But I'm not going to be biased and say, oh, the Cowboys, they're going to go into Tampa next Monday. They're going to destroy the Bucs. They're going to humble them. Brady doesn't stand a shot. Like, no, I'm not going to say that. Because I don't feel that way. I feel like it's going to be the other way around. You could say, oh, Brady has struggled the whole season. You say that now, but he could fucking turn it on just like that come playoff time. Which he's done always. He's always done that. He has always done that. Just saying. Tell me when I'm telling lies on that one. Tell me when I'm telling lies. There are no lies at all. No lies whatsoever. I don't know. I don't know though. Maybe I'll be wrong. Because I'm going to keep it real with you guys though. I'm not going to pick the Cowboys on Saturday. I'm not going to bet against Brady. If it was against anybody else, I'd probably feel a little bit differently. I probably would feel a little bit differently if it was against somebody else. But against Brady, I I can't bet against Brady. I'm not going to do it. I didn't bet against Brady the whole season. I can't bet against him. I, I mean, I want to. I want to say, yeah, my Dallas Cowboys will win next Monday. I want to say it. I want to be confident and say it. But I can't. I can't. If the Cowboys had at least beaten Brady a couple times, you know, throughout his career, I could feel a little bit differently, but they've never beaten him. I think he's 7-0 against us. Yeah, we've seen him the last couple years, obviously. Saw so him in 2019 in New England. Beat us 13-9. We saw him. We saw him last year in September, the last season, I should say. Um, actually, well, technically, we did see him last year in September as well. With this season, of course, but back in the twenty twenty one season, uh, what they beat us what was a 29 I think, if I'm not mistaken. And this year, nineteen to three, for this season, I should say, nineteen to three. So we've seen Brady three times. Now about to be a fourth time in four years maybe four times could be the charm. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be. I just don't. You know, I want to have I want to have a lot of confidence and optimism with this team, but they've done it so many times. They get hot in the regular season, come playoff time, they fall apart. I think yesterday against Washington was just a prelude. You don't believe me? <laughs> I want to believe this team can win a Super Bowl. I, be- I want to believe it. Because I've always said, or I've been saying the whole season, on paper, they are a Super Bowl team. You look at the team on paper, they very much are. I think anybody who's not a Cowboys fan would see that. You look at the talent, they could do it legitimately on paper they could do it. but that's the thing. on paper, it really doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't. It all depends what happens on the football field. It all depends what happens on the football field. That's how it is. That's just how it is. I don't make the rules. we shall see though, we shall see. Because like I've said many times, out of all my four teams that I support, my Dallas Cowboys, my Brooklyn Nets, my New York Islanders, and my New York Yankees, the Dallas Cowboys are the team I want to win the most. I want to see win the most. Because like I've always said, football in such a short season. It takes a lot out of you. Because every game means something. You can't afford to lose a game in football. You just can't. Like I've always said, baseball, hockey, basketball, you can afford to lose some games. You can. You can absolutely afford to lose some games. You absolutely could. When it comes to football, you really can't. You gotta win. You gotta win. It's it's simple as that. It's just as simple as that. You have to win. You know, looking at the team right now, was this a good season? I will say, yeah, because they exceeded my expectations. I expected them to go, like I said, 6-11. and 11, I expected. I thought they were only going to get six wins. They wound off getting 12. They got half of it. So, I will say I'm happy for that. There have, been a, there have been a lot of great moments this season. There was a lot of great moments this season with the Dallas Cowboys. After Prescott went down in week one, they won that four-game winning streak beating Cincinnati, who was in the Super Bowl last year. Beating the Giants, beating Washington, beating L.A., the L.A. Rams, I should say. That was a nice four-game stretch. It was. It was a great four-game stretch, especially, especially beating two teams that were in the Super Bowl last year. With a backup quarterback. That felt great. I thought the Cowboys were going to get creamed in both those games by Cincinnati and the Rams. The Cowboys wound up winning. Unbelievable. Unbelievable they actually wound up winning those games. It really was. It absolutely was. You know, and the rest of the way, you know, they did wind up losing the Philly, which I kinda expected a little bit, you know, that's when Cooper Rush regressed. And that's when they brought back Prescott after that. They beat Detroit and beat Chicago going into the bye week. And then they had that tough loss to Green Bay game they should have won. A game they should have won. By two touchdowns, they should have won that game. Should not have lost. They bounced back in a big way, though. They destroyed Minnesota 4-3. Beat the Giants on Thanksgiving. Destroyed the Colts. Barely beat the Texans, but a win's a win. Lost to Jacksonville in overtime. A game they're up 27-10. to They should have won. Beat, beat, um, beat Philly on Christmas Eve. Beat the Titans. And they lost to Washington yesterday. So, I mean, it was a good season. There was a lot of good wins in there. A lot of great games. I will admit that. I will admit that. But all these games mean nothing right now. Because now, it's one game at a time. You beat, you beat the Bucks. I think they get Philly. I believe the Cowboys would get Philly in the division round. So, you beat the Bucs, you get Philly. You beat Philly, you get whoever in the championship game. The other four teams that are in it. Vikings, Giants, 49ers, Seahawks. That's how you got to look at it. And then Super Bowl whomever. Whomever's in it. So, that's how you got to take, take a look at it. You can't look at the Super Bowl right away. You have to look at the Bucks. You get past the Bucks, then you face Philly. And like I said, then if you get past Philly, you look at, again, 49ers, Vikings, Giants, Seahawks, which, every one of those four teams. That's how you got to look at it. So it's one step at a time. It's one step at a time. So you take Tampa Bay. Next Monday, you see what happens. If we can somehow somehow knock off Brady for the very first time ever, because we've never beaten Brady, if we could somehow do it, maybe there will be a chance. Maybe. Because honestly, if we do get to face Philly, I like our chances. Division rival. We know what they're all about. We can beat them. That's how I honestly feel. If we can beat Tampa, they can beat Philly. I'm not going to say Super Bowl if they beat Tampa. I'm not going to say we're going to go to Super Bowl. I'm not going to say that. But I think they could get to the championship game. I honestly think they can get to the championship game if they beat Tampa. I will say that. I will say that. That's the one thing I'll say. That's all I got to say. We shall see, though. It's been a fun ride this season, I will admit that. But now, this is where real work begins. It begins next Monday. Everything else means nothing. It all comes down now to next Monday against Tampa. And we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe the Cowboys will knock off Tampa and they'll head to Philly. Just maybe. I don't believe it, though. I'll believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll keep my fingers crossed, and I'll say my prayers. We'll see what happens. But alright, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. Enjoy the rest of your night. I will talk to you guys... I'll talk to you guys Wednesday morning. I'll talk to you guys Wednesday morning. Um, will be Wednesday morning or Thursday. I'm trying to think real quick. Um, Actually... Actually, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow to talk about my Brooklyn Nets and my New York Islanders. You know, there have been some good things this season for both my teams. But now, both of them are now dealing with injury problems. You know, the Nets only one injury problem. Now, KD's out for the next two weeks. He has an MCL sprain. The Islanders have a boatload of injuries. But they have a couple guys coming back for tomorrow's game. So I'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning about that and with my month my excuse me, my wild card predictions that'll come on Saturday Saturday morning so I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow I'll talk about my nets and the islanders and then Saturday I will make my wild card predictions. so enjoy the rest of your night guys and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning. Talk to you then guys.